Welcome to the Everton Outwing Podcast. My name is John. I'm with Graham, Paul and Andrew. And uh, we're just going to have a quick rundown of the weekly rumours and what's been happening in the world of Everton. So we'll just start off with a couple of rumours then. Billy Gilmore seems to be heating up again. Um, apparently Frank Lampard's pushing for Billy Gilmore now and he's keen to reunite with Frank Lampard. Um, and apparently he was also sent home by Chelsea, so he has, isn't actually in the States anymore. Um, Andrew, I'll come to you first, mate, on Billy Gilmore. Are you are you happy if we were to sign him, even on loan? Um, I think I'd be happier, especially on loan, because he's a bit unproven uh, at this point. He tries his little ass off. Uh, he does seem very small. Um, but he's great on the pressure. He seems to cause teams to make mistakes uh, when he's in their faces. It's just he's not the one that capitalizes on said mistake. Yeah, which would be fine if we had other better midfielders around him, like people who are probably going to be in his area of the pitch to pick up those missed passes and panic decisions. But I'm just not sure if we have that. Uh, Paul, what's your thoughts on Gilmore, mate? Yeah, I've said it for a while. I'm I'm surprised yeah. that we haven't already signed him. I thought he'd be one of the first players we go for when the window open. To be honest, um, I know Lampard's a massive fan. From what I've seen of him, which admittedly is, you know, a handful of games for Chelsea, Scotland, not so much yeah. Norwich. I think we need to ignore his time there, to be honest. As I said before, I don't think he was the type of player they needed for what for the relegation battle. But uh, he was quite cultured. Um, I think, yeah, no, he, yeah, excellent player. I bring him in, me. I think he could be an excellent player, sorry. Yeah, sound mate. Um, Graham, what's your thoughts on Gilmore, mate? And are you, are you frustrated? Because all we're talking about now is rumours, and we have been doing for the last God knows how long. So, are you frustrated with this shit? Um, I'll start with Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just just some brownie saying there about the whole, you know, he would skip the Norwich thing. Well, I, I think that plays into our favour and our again, I hate to say it, financial position. Say that in inverted commas. Um, just because then we, it give it gives us that opportunity when potentially bargaining to say, well, yes, he was he was good at Chelsea, but you know what, didn't work out at Norwich. You know, maybe maybe it's best for all parties that that we loan him this year with a loan deal that could feed into a potential, yeah, uh, final payment that if we do, you know, you know, with an with an option to buy or something, you know, so. Yeah. That could be beneficial in that sense. Um, I know it was hypercritical the other day of, of our fullbacks in the first half, and, and rightfully so, still in my opinion. But Billy Gilmore, he is a player that likes to break the lines. Yeah. In that sense, he'll drop he'll drop into space and he'll show, and that's that's something we really really lacked. And it was yeah. something kind of show. Although I give Davies a, a wee bit of praise, and I, I give Davies and Decoray a little bit of praise and a little bit of criticism, but. I think Gilmore and that he naturally drops and turns his body. They look for the ball in those positions. So there maybe would be that better option. Like yeah. again, re- revisiting after the podcast, even thinking about uh, Decore was running in, playing on twos with Patterson. And you could see Patterson panic and going, where are you going with this? Yeah. You know, and it's not Decore's game. Um, and Patterson's not used to playing maybe with that. So I, I think of Gilmore, and all our Scott as well. What a way to help him settle. Yeah, you know what I mean. And both Rangers men too, weren't they? Gilmore was a Rangers man as well. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there, there you are. They'll, they'll have that connection in, in some way. And and you know what? That's you know what it's like when you build a connection with someone. And you yeah. Play at any any level, you 
you just look for each other. It just becomes natural. And it's not to say they're all they're all teammates and they're all mates. But but, but you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, we've seen it with Tarkovsky and Keane already in that preseason game. They just looked, you know, more comfortable. So I, th- I think in that sense for Gilmore, that would be really really beneficial. Yeah, for likes of Patterson, but also also for us, somebody's going to look for the ball in that area to move it out. Yeah, um, yeah. I think for the um, size as well, he, he is someone who can win the ball back as well. Yeah, 100%. No, he's, he's, he's not got a very, what's the word, diminutive, you know, he's small, isn't he? Let's be honest, he's yeah. small. Yeah. But he yeah. seems to be able to get around and put his foot in. He's not scared to get to put a tackle in as well. Well, you, you get you get small players that are either described as having a low centre of gravity or they're <laughs> just not big enough. And I think he falls under that low centre of gravity one because the way... Like you just see, he, he, he is a wee bit of a nasty arse too. Like it, he, he shields the ball quite well for a wee man. So, you know, yep. just spread the legs out, get the back big, and, and as you say, just take the ball on as touch as good to take it away. So, I'm all for it by all means. Um, I think it really makes sense. Comfortable manager, like it or not, a club sort of with those sort of values of the, of the Scottish clubs, you know, that hard working, you know, just bleed, bleed for the club, and the club will love you, know. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That sort of blood and thunder style. So, yeah, uh, regardless, regardless of what Lampard is trying to implement, we'll always have that. You know, that, that'll always be the painting on the wall. So, yeah, in, in that sense, all for it. Am I frustrated? No. Um, we've had our ups and our wee downs, and, and I think as everything's more came out, and again, financial bollocks, let's face it, we can't sit here and bemoan that we're not shooting from the hip they buy every single player like a gunslinger in a 50s western do you know what I mean and yeah. you know it has to be precise we have to cross all the T's dot all the lowercase J's and just think right who is you know, is this person the right fit and you know what if it means missing out the Abrosia or it means missing out to a Dennis or whoever else that it seems to be so be it like we're linked now uh, even more with uh, 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 Corne and, and, you know, or Corne or Corne or whatever. I can't even pronounce his name, but which is pathetic. But, but you're not worried about the fact that, you know, we saw well, that, almost three well, weeks ago and just yeah, but, find anyone coming in. There hasn't well, been a player that's moved anywhere yet that I've been sorry well, that, about. Yeah. There. That, there hasn't that's, been anyone that I've looked at and gone, oh God, I wish we would have got him. There hasn't been anyone yeah. yet. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say there on that was, well, that's my point. There hasn't been mental moves. Everybody's dipping their toes, throwing pebbles, throwing bricks, but no one's reaching in the water to grab the fish. There's nothing happening big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it just seems to be you push, I'll push harder. You know, Spurs so, have. I'd push well, back Spurs, on that. Spurs have been making moves. We're not in Spurs league. We're, we're, not the, same league. we're our... the same division. Yeah, we're I'm get, talking we're about. We're not getting Outside Champions League or pushing for Champions League, no one's doing it really. Gotcha. Yeah. Every everyone's doing it, be it in their respective echelon of the league. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and who we're playing ball with, it's not happening. Like we're we're sitting here chesty chest with uh, West Ham apparently over. Uh, oh, Rosa, you know what? There, I wouldn't say a different stratosphere, but West Ham are, are a good bit away from us at the minute. Um. And they're because they're able to do business, you know. But I think I think if we're going to go for uh, Cornet, like the fact that we've actually approached to buy him on loan 
like the more and more we've looked, and then we've seen of stats, the stats against minutes played compared to Richardson when you're looking for that like for like can play f- front three or down the left. Yeah, you know that 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 signing makes more and more sense. And I, I well, I don't care. I look a full away, but I look at even bigger full on my rant maybe about two months ago, just being continuously lengthy Burnley players. But that I, I still think that was justified then because we didn't have the information we have now, and well, I just well, I'll, I'll I, I didn't think it was good enough for Everton. Well, I'll give you some stats here. Um, most most players signed this team. So the first one is Nottingham Forest, and then it's Leeds, Villa, Brentford, Southampton, Tottenham, Arsenal, Newcastle, West Ham. So Nottingham Forest has already spent sixty million, and that's Nottingham Forest. They signed seven players. Leeds. Yeah, they they just got a hundred million coming up though. So Forest yeah. are always going to do that. They're always going to reinforce. Sorry to chat over you there, but yeah, I, no, I think no. a, a promoted team doesn't come into that equation because they will shit from the hip. You see it yeah. every time and they usually go down. Yeah, no, that's fine, mate. Um, and, and then also Villa. The likes of Villa, Brentford, West Ham, as you said, it's just frustrating to see us get left for dust by West Ham who two years ago we were we were better than. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's, it's just so frustrating. But back onto that Brozier thing as well. Apparently but, now we're trying to offer a 30 million bid for them, which is just mental. I don't believe that. Well, no. I'll put my name down now. I still, I still think Bruja, or, uh, or sorry, uh, Corne over Bruja at the minute. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I've been crying about I want the player, two players for every position, and they should just stick their positions. But you know what? I'm starting to realize that we're not going to be in that after watching that game and stuff. And I know it was just a, a friendly and stuff, but I'm just thinking we need utility players all over the place. Um, yeah. It's going to be an all rocky season, and we just. The fact that we approached to get him on loan from Burnley, yeah, to me that just screams how bad a spot we're in. Whenever he has that apparent release clause of yep. seventeen and a half million, that you aren't going to have to pay in full up front. So it's, I just think we're trying to box clever financially, finally, and it's just, yeah. I think you know that's what a lot of fans were screaming off for last season was we need to be, you know, we pissed it up the wall our money with players like Class and Sandro. Sigurdsson, whatever yeah. you want to name, you could you could reel them off, but and now we're trying to get structured deals for players, and obviously they're thinking, well, he mightn't come good for us, so we'll pay you three million now, then three million next summer or something like. I I don't see the problem with that, me personally. Yeah, like, yeah, but you're still touching me, bird fingers, because they're only doing this out of absolute necessity because there's no other way they can do it. They're yeah. saying that they've looked at it and said, oh, we have to change how we do things. No, they haven't. They've literally realised there's no other way we can do it. So literally just me and my mindset, I'm trying to get in the mindset of there's no other way they can do it. We're yeah. expect the worst and hope for the best. That's basically my motto for this season. Yeah. Um so I'm not gonna let it eat at me. If we have to go bargain basement hunting loans or whatever in the last two weeks of it, and we have to scrape, fight, bite, kick, scratch, whatever we can do to gain points up until the transfer window. That may or then the close of the transfer window. I believe that's what could happen. So yeah. Mashiri making that statement, judges at the end, gives me a bit of hope. I just don't know if that's him saying money could come in, or um, Dale Will and stuff have shown me or have told me what they're planning on doing, which of course they would do. Yeah, and could potentially pull something off. The the only thing that worries me about that is the fact that by the time the end of the transfer window rolls around, we we'll have, we'll have already played five games or so in the Premier League. It might be five, might be six, but 
at that point, you know, if, if they don't go well, I think you'd have to get people in before them. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just, uh, me personally, I'm just not going to get into panicky Evertonian mode. I just, yeah. it, it, it just filters down. It's just, it's like a disease. Once yeah. one starts getting panicky, the, the, we all start getting panicky. You see it on Twitter now, it's just a constant doom and gloom. And yeah. listen, people will be listening to me thinking, he's wants to talk for doom and gloom because I'm, no, at the end of the season, I, I told everyone we were going down. So, but I just I'm I can, I'm not gonna get it. If you said wait till the transfer window was closed, then I am I am gonna wait till the transfer window was closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I am. It's like uh, like as you guys know, I was was really really sick my week and like I just slept for like four days. And when, when I realistically woke up and came to myself and and like looked at my phone, I thought I went back in time six months on Twitter. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, and it's sad, you know, but it's, you get it too. Like, you know, we can all say, wise up, wise up, and, you know, pack it in. We're all blues and this, but at the same time, you know, if you look at it both sides, you know, and like, it's people's lives, some more than others. For some people, all they have is, is Everton. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. and it's hard. It's hard to watch. You get that, and it's, there's people with a lot of other distractions you can sit and say, you know, you can you can look away from it and go do whatever and then come back and be like, geez, it's yeah. still still broken. I hope that fixes itself. But you yeah. know, it's and that look, I'm not telling anyone how to support the club or they, they sympathize, because let's face it, there's some arseholes out there too. Not gonna lie about that either. But um ultimately it's just you have to sympathize with it, but at the same time, if, if someone's just being ridiculous, maybe they just need a reality check as well, and they just need to be told. Yeah, yeah. I should say with, all, with the whole transfer thing, they're like going to other clubs. And then I'd be, I'd, I'd be fuming, thinking, "Well, there's another one we've missed out on." But the only one I can really think of now, and it's just Potter Mead, is that Keen Lewis Potter. He's yeah, the only yeah. one I can think of. It's like the Moyes days. We'd be linked, linked for weeks, and they go to Spurs. It'd be uh, <laughs> linked, linked, linked for more weeks, and then it'd be, it goes or that player would go somewhere else, and it was constant, like how. We'd seen the scout for every team, do you remember? But at the minute, what about, with this, uh, the Zinchenko fallout, it seems yeah. Arsenal looked like it was a done deal. Like now he's not into it. Have we ever both, really been both linked clubs' to him? terms have been met? Yeah, maybe he can't, he's not going to start. Maybe they want him as the left back, doesn't want to play there. They need to stop at this photoshopping because I looked, there was a picture earlier that looked amazing, and I thought it was gone. I thought that was him. <laughs> Yeah, and they're all done deal, and I seen him. I was like, "Holy, that's a done deal!" Like, and uh, it wasn't even the case then. When I was looking earlier, I was going, "What is going on?" People create so, them uh, five minutes. They're wrapping with them as well. Just, just going back to the, um, I know we've spent a lot of time, John, but just me personally on this Armando Brosia. Yeah, I just I've said it before, and people say, "Am I am I missing something with this lad?" Because I just don't. I'm sorry, I don't. Listen, I would love to be proved wrong if you chance at Everton, but yeah. And people yeah, go on about, know. you know, I, I always go on about I don't care how much money we spend and I don't because at the end of the day, I have to go to work like everyone else. That's no impact on me like that. But £30 million on someone who scored six goals? Yeah. No, I don't see it. Me personally. Yeah, like, he's only 21. I get that. He's only 21. Room for improvement. Lampard's working. But that to me, he's a striker. I don't think we need a starting striker. If a £30 yeah. million, Everton can't, he can't afford to be sitting on the bench. We need another study for Calvert Lewin, though. That that that's what I will argue there, Bernie. We we need we need someone because if Calvert Lewin does well, you think they're going to spend thirty million of their budget on a substitute on a substitute up front? No, not at all. 
uh, look, I've just said they would rather uh, Cornet over him, but what I'm saying is they need the they're hoping Everton's blueprint, metal blueprint this year. I, I would I would bet my dog on it, is that and they're speaking heavily, scribbling at the door. But uh, <laughs> we all know what we say. But what I what I think is that they want to Calvert Lewin to get between 10, 15 goals a season and then tweet for sale. And he'll be gone before the end of May. Same as last time, same as what happened with Richardson, I guarantee it. So that way then, they're starting to balance the books. Because we are, like it or not, for the next five years, we're going to be a selling club. And I mean, best player, gone. Yeah, definitely. We yeah. are. The that, thing is, I, just, I, don't want us, I don't want us to look at like frontline players. We saw what happened against Arsenal. Yeah, it was preseason. Yeah, it was the first match back. But we couldn't get the ball out of our own half, much less no. into their final third. So a front line of killers does us no good if they never get anything resembling service. Yeah, you've got to have a bit of say. Yeah. I wouldn't be blowing my budget on, on me personally. I wouldn't be blowing most of your budget on Broja. Yeah, I wasn't saying exactly him though. I was just saying they'll be look. They need to look for a striker because Ellis Simpson, Rondon. No, I get in the bun. I'm not having that. They're, they're not what's needed. So we need someone who's coming and now to learn it off Calvert Lewin, who's going to take his place when he goes. Yeah, I know we can only we can only guess, but that's how I see it going, mate. No, no, mate, I agree with you, but I'm just I'm just saying in general, I wouldn't be spending it on Broja. Yeah, that's fair enough, mate. The the reason why I think there might be something in this Broja thing is because you've heard Lampard talk about Dobbin potentially going out on loan, um, and he's he's waiting to see if we do bring anyone in. Apparently, he says um, it might be a good time for him because to go and get some game time and play regularly because he's ready for that for his own development, but. We have to make sure we're strong enough before we send players out first. So maybe he's hoping Do- that we get closure in to decide on Dobbin. But do you not think they'll be Dobbin? That's uh, it's mental. How can you sit and consider him an option? He, he hasn't had a minute of game time since January. He didn't even yeah. get a game in pre-season. So why is he, why is he to be out? Just getting minutes somewhere and at a club now where he's going to play all year and just go next go to potentially even if he doesn't go next level, he'll learn how to play the game. Against men, yeah, definitely. Well, I'm, I'm disappointed that we haven't seen more of him actually, as you say, since January, and I'm hoping that he plays against Minnesota. But um, and Andrew, what's your thoughts on letting Dobbin go, mate? Do you think that we might have something lined up if that's the case? Um, I'm with Frank on this one. I can see being hesitant because we don't know how this window is going to go. Just yeah. because we put bids in and the other club might accept doesn't mean the player is going to want it. So I I could see kind of keeping your powder dry in this case. Yeah, Paul, are you disappointed if we let Dobbin go? Would you like to see more of them? Yeah, I think if they let Dobbin go, they must have irons in the fire that he thinks someone else is coming in who's going to play over him. Both yeah. So it's better than we all know this under twenty ones or under twenty threes or whatever it is. Uh, no good, is it really? Needs to go. Yeah. I'd like to see him go abroad. Me personally, like. Yeah, definitely. Like a shelter or, a, you know, just, just putting a name out there. Yes. Send to Germany or somewhere like that. Yeah, definitely, mate. I agree completely. Are we Brownie too? Because we, we haven't had... Like, look look at Anthony Gordon. You know, when he, he, he didn't do anything in the championship. How many players have we loaned to the championship and they haven't came back? Gunnan, now you know what happened. Uh, but Adam Ollickman, he went to Germany and managed to get money for him. Do you know what I mean? It's on proper, proper uh, televised football. We've seen it before, the challenge for Europe yeah. and his team. Yeah, so 
I think the City push out the European teams and then yeah. getting Premier League players, they're going to play them. I, I think that's a much wiser way. Like, even no, John Joe Kenny came to Delca with a reputation. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So Definitely. Get, 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 get them on the continent. Uh, no disrespect to the lower leagues, but if you're going down there and you've just a manager that just says them, right, I don't want none of that flair on Get in and just track back the whole time. They're not. They're not potentially developing the way that you want them to. At least in the continent, continent they just say, you know, you play your position, your forward, yeah. you play forward. You know, so definitely, mate. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Hopefully, they're less. The likes of Jaden Sancho, who you know obviously left Man City and you know developed a bit of flair in the Bundesliga and then came back for big money. So, and yeah. um, Damari Gray was a similar situation, albeit you know he was a, a different price. Like, but again. We've seen players go over to the Bundesliga and now with uh, Jared Branthwaite as well going to PSV. And it, <coughs> it's, it's a good move. It's a good move. The, the more game time we can get, the better. But I'm a bit disappointed that we're, we're looking to shoot. I, I wanted to see him. Um, he, he was one that I... He was the one for me that I was really excited about, Dovin. Um, but again, just, does it not... No, go on. Sorry. Does it not worry you, though, that whenever we were on our knees for wingers and options and everything coming towards the end of the season, he still isn't getting the snuff? And if there's one area where you can't afford a youngster, it's the wing. Yeah. That's just my opinion. And that's, you know, it was all talk, Sims. We need to get him in and substitute appearances and all this in January until he signed that deal. Again, protecting the asset because he was ready to go. He must yeah. have given him a pile of fault. So you imagine how he's feeling. You've seen some of his cryptic t- tweets and stuff as well. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I don't I don't think he's a he's a happy kid really at the moment. Maybe Niels and Kunku coming back should give them food for thought. Maybe because I think he he's a he's not a left back for me. He's a winger for me. Oh, 100 yeah. percent, definitely, mate. But maybe yeah. he's thinking I, I, he's older, more experienced. If I need someone out there, I'll play him. Yeah, you know, he and Kunku reminds me of. Now bear with me because we had him at one point, but Christian Atsu when he was a Porto. Remember who Champions League in the Europa League? He was rapid. I couldn't believe when we got him, and he was Brock. Yeah, <laughs> but, he was terrible. He was awful. But, but at Porto, he was unreal. He, at Porto, he was he was deadly. He was he was fire like. Mm. He was so quick. He was just intelligent balls. And everything. I do not know what happened to him. Where is he now? Is yeah. he in Newcastle? I think he went to Newcastle, but I think he's. I think he might have left there now. Um, I don't know. Just, just fell off. I just, I just, he looks, see the way he just, he bursts and, and you're like, that's, you know, that speed's ridiculous. I just remember watching Atsu when he was a Porto. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. But uh, there's one pointless, well, another pointless statement for the pod, but apologies. But <laughs> just wanted to get that on there. Um, well, apparently Alan Myers was saying on Twitter that we shouldn't expect any signings until they get back from America. But even that is, and apparently Lampard is furious about the lack of transfers, but that's what Thelwell stayed back for, isn't it? You know, it, do you think there's something in that Lampard being furious about the lack of transfers, Paul? Uh, we'll say furious, but he's probably fed up, which, you know, is to be understandable because he wants as long to work with them as possible. So, yeah, yeah, he's probably fed up, but I wouldn't say he's, you know, it's always uh, hyped up on Twitter to be worse than what it really is. I wouldn't say he was furious, like... Yeah, no, you're, you're probably right there, mate. It's probably just Twitter talk, isn't it? But, um... <coughs> Excuse me. Andrew, what's your thoughts on that? Do you think do you think Lampard is getting a bit annoyed? And I've even seen people on Twitter saying Lampard should walk in August because you know he's not getting what he wants and everything. But 
<laughs> I think that's just reactionary Evertonians yeah. doing reactionary Evertonian things. Um, him being furious, I think, is very strong. I don't see that at all. Um, I think he walked into this knowing what he would be able to do. Yeah. Um, and I think his relationship with Thelwell is such that they know exactly what is realistic. So I don't think he's furious. I could say frustrated. That's about it. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, Graham, do, do you believe that nonsense? No. <laughs> Quickly moving on then. Um, so the 27 campaigns obviously being at it again on Twitter. Well, can um, you quickly move on from that as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's just divided so much. Like, oh, It doesn't take much, it really doesn't. And people's heads have just fallen off big time. But Gray, I'll start with you on this, mate. Do, do, do you have any thoughts on this? And do people just need to pack it in? Um, who, who who pack it in? Everyone, everyone's just doing me in on Twitter. I've had a few days off and it's been delightful. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, I actually reached out to uh, some of the ones on it, just saying if they wanted to come on and do an impartial show with questions. But yeah, <clears throat> I don't think it, it suited the their their party. So just it was all fine and, and moved on. Um, I've been pretty firmly on the fence in regards to the twenty seven. I remember when we discussed it, discussed it quite heatedly, actually, in a, a podcast maybe six weeks ago, and yeah. I did make a point to play devil's advocate on every statement being made. So it was nearly like I was fighting all of you while saying I'm not in favour. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, you know what? And it's it's one thing. Um, there was a question asked if anyone had any issues with 27. Did they put them in? And, yeah. and get it. And I, I put my name on there anyway. I didn't hide behind the question. I think it's fair, but it's just the inclusiveness of it. You know, I've never seen people saying this is this is our mission statement, and if you want to join and do it, and this is how we're going to do it. And then they're at the, they're not asking people if we already uh, protest. What what what's the best way that won't affect the team and maybe alienate fans? There's none of that. It just seems to be this is how we're doing this, and and that's it. That's not inclusive. And you know what? Like it or not, and it's another thing I put in the statement, they are now a primary voice for the fan base, whether we like it or they like it. Unfortunately or fortunately, whatever side of the fence that I'm looking down at you from, but you know, you're representing my club and your statements in whatever way they're coming out are representing every single person, but every single person doesn't feel that way. So when yeah. you do that, you're, you're going to get backlash. There's going to be resistance. Um, we're well aware of, of a lot of resistant people on Twitter. They're they're taking the fight to them. You know that's that's their prerogative. I, d- I don't disagree with them. I don't agree with them. You know, just do your thing. Something to do. But yeah, um, yeah. I just, I just they need potentially need to uh, err on the light of caution because you know it could turn nasty. You know, and, yeah. And you hope it, you hope it doesn't. Um, like let's not forget though when it first came around at that Arsenal game like there's two things we realised everybody wanted better and people yeah. around the first mission statement there was a massive there was a massive bit of support there um, but then again in my opinion there was a lack of clarity going forward yeah uh, it sort of really divided it but another thing that we discovered was that it didn't speak for the Twitter doesn't speak for the entire Everton fan base because you know, I remember that I was actually listening to the game and work that night, and and 
I know commentators and on talk shit are pathetic at the best of times, but you know they were they were sort of mocking that there was only maybe about four thousand fans that that got up and left, and the fans were sort of booing the fans that were leaving. And you know you have to be careful, and these things have to be done the right way. Now, I know the originals, or uh, I think they're changing their name now, but but formerly originals or the the county road bobbers. I, I think they were involved in a crew and stuff, but they did the banners. And the, the sit-ins after the stadium and stuff, you know. Yeah. Things like that work, or there's been the planes and stuff before, like them or not, but I don't know. It's just, just all I would say to them is just just please give a bit more clarity that some people can either get on board with or wash their hands with because, or wash their hands off because there's so many people on the fence about this. Yeah. And the confusion usually turns to the negative than the yeah. positive because less clarity more anger, you're, you're going to get with things and, and most factors in life. So I hope I hope it can work, all work out yeah, for everybody in, in the safest, best manner. But I just, I, I just fail to see the clarity, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, mate. Uh, Paul, do you, do you feel like it, it, it's just the same stuff over and over again? Do you feel like we're just repeating ourselves from the last six months and not actually making new ground, are they really? No, I just, uh, <laughs> I just don't know anymore, John. It's just I'm at, I'm at the point where. I'm just not bothered about. I'm not for it, and I'm not against it. Originally, yeah. I was for it. Things have happened between now and then where I've been like, I don't like that, but I like certain parts of it, and I don't like certain parts of it. I'm just not bothered about it anymore. Honestly, yeah. I really don't care. I just it feels like we're bottom of the league. Haven't we? we haven't even kicked the ball this season. That's what it feels like to me. Like honestly, it really does. You think we're the worst run club in the world? You think we were? No, no offense, just going to talk United or someone like that. You, you mm. honestly, you think we were the worst club in the world, and I get that it has, it's not getting run properly. I understand all that, and we all want better, and we should strive for better. But I put a tweet out the other week saying, "Listen, if you don't want to protest, don't protest. If you do, then do. But just support the club your way." And I got abuse saying I'm part of the problem because I just accept what's going on, and I'm yeah. happy. I'm not happy with Everton being shite. I'm thirty-eight. I've seen Everton win one cup, which is I'm 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 one of the lucky ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not happy at all about the way this club is going, but it's not going to change nothing. Yeah, protesting on Saturday will not change a thing, in my opinion. It just won't. Yeah. That's fair enough, mate. Fair enough. And um, Andrew, have you got any thoughts on the twenty-seven stuff that's been going on on Twitter? Um, I understand the frustration. I really do. I empathize with it, and I, I think, <clears throat> I, I can't quite imagine what it would be like to have that be part of your life for 30, 40, 50 years and to see this gradual decline. I've only been around for just under three years, but what I will say, and I said this on a space a week or two ago is that I think we're strangely lucky that we have a club that inspires this kind of passion on both sides Yeah, that we care this much about this club, regardless of our position in the league. Like, if you look at, like, again, no offense, but, like, Southampton is kind of comes to mind, where they're just kind of floating along. They're not amazing. They're not horrible. They win some games they shouldn't. They lose some games they should, etc. But they don't have this kind of thing going on. Or, like, for instance, Burnley. Burnley was going down. They had a chance, just like we did. They had their own match against, uh, I think it was Villa, yeah. Um, at the end there. That could have been their palace, right? They yeah, didn't yeah. sell out the stadium. How was that possible? Mm. So I think we're lucky in this regard. Yeah, 
Definitely. I just want to see people just, and they're not going to, because that's that's the nature of Twitter. But, and we, you know, we do a podcast, so we're all over Twitter. We need Twitter for content, breaking news and stuff like that. But it's I just do it for ADD. It's just, yeah, it's just <laughs> a cesspool of just negativity. All, honestly, it really is. Yeah. Just, yeah. Everybody ultimately wants the same thing. They all want a better Everton. Well, I'm sick of fans saying that people who don't want to protest or aren't for the campaign don't want better. It's not true. It's it's really not true. Yeah. Do you know, well, as, and as Graham said earlier on, if I knew more about the campaign and it was more inclusive, well, I might get involved myself, but yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about it. I don't know. Yeah. No, well, the That's thing it. for me is, is like, I'm, see, I, I'm with you, mate. I'm just, you know, we just stop, like, just fighting with each other. I mean, as you said, we all want a better Everton. The, the thing that annoys me is people just trying to out Everton each other. You know what I mean? Just stop trying to be a super blue, quote unquote, and just like embarrassing other people for say, and then just trying to make belittle people all the time just by saying stuff like, well, you're quite happy to just sit and just accept all this. Well, no, we're not, but. Yeah. There's no need for all the fighting and arguing, really, isn't no. it? But... You just see the same accounts all the time, just posting pictures of Bill Kenwright saying, oh, this is what he's done to your club and you're happy to just sit there and let it happen. I'm not happy to sit there and let it happen. I just mm. got, don't know what to do about it. That's, yeah. again, that's that, that that's what feeds the negative look onto it because, for me, those things, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm no fan of Bill Kenwright's either. Um, that is part of what he needed to do and he should have left a long time ago. But, yes. you know... That's just not my decision to make, but if there was more clarity and more simplicity to the statement of, of what they're aiming to do, because even you read that mission statement that they've put, put up, and even at that, you're like, right, so what's next and, and what comes off it? And there's there's just nothing. Like, just yeah. nothing. I, I just I just feel that I, I just don't. That, that's why I mean, I made that, that call, and you know, and I realized it just didn't work out. And it was okay, but and it doesn't have to be just with anyone, any pod that. You feel comfortable with or on the radio or anything, give a clear can because I, I get their frustration too because I know they come on spaces and we've all listened to them, it's no secret. You know, they just become shouting yeah. matches and arguments and stuff, and you're just going, This isn't helping. It's nearly as if all their when when they're talking about the campaign, they're it's all reactive instead of a proactive approach. So here I want to sit down, I want to talk about uh, the campaign and, and what we mean and then you can ask questions about concerns with it and they can actually explain in detailed calm manner do you know what I mean and then you can retort in, in a yeah. form of yeah but but what if I get what you're saying but what about this you have such a clear index of, of, of what it's supposed to be I just it's I just the wish there was more clarity Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> I <can't> say that <laughs> <laughs> what is Brexit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is Evan? I uh, um, real quick on the, the twenty seven thing. The only thing I will say in questioning them is what a realistic definition of success looks like, because yeah. from what it seems like to me, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Please eviscerate me uh, in my DMs. But what it seems like they want is Ken Wright sacked. Okay, I understand that, but the guy that kept Ken Wright on because he was sold, you know, a bill of goods by him is Mashiri. So if Mashiri's not going anywhere, what makes them think that he would hire a better replacement? Yeah. Because the Frank thing was a gift. Vitor Pereira gifted us Frank Lampard by yeah. shooting himself in the face, not the foot. That was um, a 
ridiculous sequence of events. So I don't One think thing, that was Mashiri making a rare good call. I think if you'd ask yeah. them now, Andrew, they, they actually they actually want Mashiri gone now as well. I get that, but he's not going to fire himself. No, like, unless awful. he gets an amazing like. Assuming no bid comes in, that's acceptable. I don't see Mashiri ousting himself or firing Bill. And if he did fire Bill, I'm terrified. In an ideal world, if you said to me, "Do you want Bill Kenwright?" Then Farad Mashiri gone. I'd say yes. Yeah, one thing I will say is one, one of the reasons that I do feel that I think that they mean about uh, um, Bill Kenwright is the fact that don't underestimate how 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 deep his roots go as implanted in the club, where you know you try to get rid of him and stuff, and I, I swear to God, it would probably be like a soap opera. That guy could talk his way into 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 anything. In my opinion, We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. So, I, th- I think uh, I think that's what leads to the frustration around Bill Kenwright massively because yeah. it sh- he should have went, but you know what? Yeah, 100% like, he's, the, he, he's the guy that deals on transfers. So yeah. whenever he was closing the deal with Mashiri, you know, do you not think he was looking after himself? He got all that money for all his. Right. Maybe even though I, you want me to walk. Who better to run this club? Just let me stay a wee year and we'll see. Put in an extension for another year. And then that's where I that that's where I get hundred percent. If that is what they mean, because I'm hundred percent sure, but if it is what they mean, I get that part. Because yeah, he, he wormed his way and to stay. Yeah. Um, whenever he should have went. Because a new structure would have been cutthroat six years ago. It's just a minefield. It's a minefield of opinions. It just is and People will say this about me. They'll say, "Well, you're stupid to trust in the club." But listen, that's I, true. You are stupid. I love, I love yeah, that has nothing to do with trusting the club. No, I <laughs> yeah, love just you are stupid. And, 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 you know, it's like I want to give them another chance because that's the enjoyment I get out of life. Sometimes when yeah. you win your occasional game, like don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'm willing to give them a chance. I am willing to see if you can correct the wrongs that they've made in the last six years. I am me personally. Yeah. I am. I am willing to do that. Well, as you say, maybe we'll just have to wait and see what happens at the end of the window and then pick it back up again then, perhaps, if it doesn't go our way. But all, all we asked for, really, as you've mentioned before, Graham, um, is just a bit of clarity and a bit of cohesiveness and then perhaps people will get on board either way or, or, or another. Or they can yeah. either get on board or they'll respectfully turn their back on it, but yeah. leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it behind them because this whole children in the crossfire business, <laughs> Jesus, it's just... <laughs> You're just leaving bodies everywhere on Twitter. Definitely, mate. Um, just just leave that behind them for now until the end of the transfer window. <laughs> but, uh, just moving on to Maybe, yeah. our next game um, against Minnesota United on Thursday. Well, early hours of Thursday, 1am. Uh, uh, and... Uh, yeah, I don't know much about Minnesota, but uh, Andrew, do you, do you, you probably... Well, do you know it's a bit more those, maybe? That's what I know about Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Fair for eight. That's more. I'm, I'm moving there. Then if it's cold, I'm moving there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, this game I want to see us win twelve nil. I do. When was the last time he yeah. won his preseason game twelve nil? You can't. He just went twenty two nil. Yeah, but who was that? Again? When was that? That was even that was a while ago. Like, is that? Yeah, we couldn't even do millionaros before penalties. Yeah, exactly. I think so you're, you're asking for you're asking the lot you're asking the lot for Evans to score two. Never mind, twelve, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true, mate. I'm, I'm not even taking the the piss no. out of you there, mate. I, I, honestly, I think, 
think no, I, I, the way it is at the moment. We no, just, you're right, mate. You see, not on that game the other day, of course, up with the highlights of that. We just, we, we still cannot pass the ball. It's just no, like, I can't, I can't get my head around it. No, you, you're right, right, mate. I'm uh, being incredibly naive to think that we'll slap a few in, like, but. I just want to enjoy one game in my life. Do you know what I mean? It's well, just... you know what? That, 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 game, that game the other day was beer, choke slam, back yeah. to reality. That took me to my youth, me and my brother watching WWF and him just beating the <laughs> shit out of me in, yeah. in our living room. And that was just like one of those, oh, here, let me try a powerbomb on a wooden floor. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's called a tombstone. <laughs> tombstone he did the ball, mate, Or just, li- just lying in. That's okay. literally see, what watching that, that game was like. The- they just never give the ball away and say, I know it's training, it's non-competitive, but as soon as they cross that white line you know why game against another team, they cannot pass the ball. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's embarrassing. I was going it, to be sarcastic. It, it's embarrassing and it actually winds yeah. me up. Yeah, not big time. And you see more and more of these training videos coming out and the more and more it goes on, like I don't think I've watched the training videos since the game the other day because I was just sick to death of it. You know what I mean? I just, I'm the same. <laughs> like, did you not see the title of one the other day? I think it was called like uh, "Fast Passing and High Present." Like, you shouldn't have to tell us what the title is. Just get on with it. You know what I mean? So I'm just sick to it. I just want to see okay. it now. We've Everton the media team for fuck's sake as well. I mean, it's only pre-season. It's all about <clears> fitness, and I get all that. But come on, lads, you've been playing football all your lives. Just pass the ball to each other. Yeah, yeah. Can we yeah. can we report the video for clickbait or something? Because that's a joke. What, what I what I seen the other night, just that was a bit raw and I was still a bit annoyed, and even though it was the day after, but it's as you're saying there, it was like it wasn't. Oh, the system's in that way, and oh, if we can work on that, that can work. It was the basics. It was stupid passing, you know, yep. just showing for the ball off the fullback. The fullback head, they pass a ball coming in and standing, you know, just. Yeah, in the middle of that ball in the middle of the box, not even tracking. Ah, oh, it was level. I hadn't seen it like that in such well, a long time. That's what got us into a relegation fight. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah I know. That ball that, watching. That's where the fume came from. Yeah, not being able to pass the ball. That's where the fume Is the reason we were in a, a relegation battle. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Definitely. So, Which so when I seen that the other night. Pass. Yeah. So when I seen that the other night, it was literally just. You're fucking joking me here. That's literally mm-hmm. how I felt watching it because I really thought, right, a couple of weeks, zips that pass and nothing too fancy, get off the ground because I know they say it's preseason and the results don't matter. Telling you now, for a team that was just survived relegation, to start preseason winning games will lift your head. Don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, But even just given the friendly element to it, you think they would have been able to pass the ball better because there's no points on the line? <laughs> And they kick the fuck out of each other as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That title of that video on YouTube, uh, you know, fast passing and high pressing. Honestly, <laughs> God, makes me sick. Makes yeah. me sick. But, What's um, that thing? Like, it's always that caveat, like, oh, they're doing it against other Everton players, which is doubly yeah. frightening. Anyway, um, I think one of the, the main things, too, sorry, and yeah. I, I think I mentioned this in the other pod, too, but it's just how. You, you ever watch a show and you see the devil of actors and it makes the, so, the show so shit because they've got two or three really good actors? Yes. Yeah. The average actors look so shit. I'm well, familiar with Star like, Wars. Go on. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sci-fi shows, to be fair. But I'll basically... <laughs> <laughs> but 
ultimately uh, what ultimately came across was that our players with a lot of quality, when they got a chance, they stood out. Like you look at obviously like Wobi and Tarkovsky and stuff. Like they really, really shone Michael Henko when he got on. But just yeah. you couldn't even judge the front three because they didn't get a chance. They didn't even get a sniff of anything, you know. And it's just Jesus. You just well, look I... across the parking. And... Take you back onto yeah, Lewis Warrington. He done, he done things that nobody else has been able to do for 12 yeah. months. Simple. And even Lampard said, yeah, it's simple stuff. So what, it's, yeah. why is it Just, that hard to do? If it's... This is Billy Gil- going back to Billy Gilmore. He can do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, big time. He can do yeah, it with Stanley. Put him in Warrington in the middle. Definitely. Um, well, Warrington's, you'd be mad to think Warrington's going to be an absolute starter. But no, but to be an option off the bench, to be a player, 100%. Yeah. Energetic midfielder is going to be snappy and get the ball and slow it down or speed it up. Yeah, that's what you need. They're, they are the young subs that you need. He will mm. grow in the Premier League doing that. Oh yeah, you know. But I don't know. I, I, I fucking hate Everton. You know. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's why we're on episode thirty-seven of the podcast because we hate them that much. <laughs> um, <laughs> just before we go as well, let's have a little mention about the um, away kit. And Andrew, I'll start with you, mate. What's your thoughts on the away kit? <laughs> delicious i love <laughs> yeah. a pink kit i'm very Same. excited that we're getting proper weird hummel stuff like their classics uh though mm-hmm. i will say that training kit that kind of went along with it i actually like a little bit more uh yeah um, i think they're both great like get get weird geometric bullshit as much as possible as bright as possible <laughs> yeah fair enough mate um paul what's your thoughts mate on yeah the- no i like it i think it looks all right uh, yeah I've seen a few pictures someone that looks like a Breville maker. <laughs> <laughs> the patterns on it. Uh, like a sandwich maker. But no, I like it. I, I'm hoping that the third kit's going to be green because there's a few, there's a bit of green stuff out, isn't there? So, yeah. yeah. My, never know. Yeah, but no, it's a nice kit. I think it's all right. Like. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm in yeah, love with it. Yeah, no, I'm in love with it. I love a pink kit. You guys should know that. Uh, yeah, 110%. I love the kits, the training gear, brilliant. Um, you know what? I'm going to go against the grain. I usually love this style of kit, but do you see that sort of Ukraine style training top from the other night? Not for me. Yeah, um, yeah. That wasn't for me, to be honest. Um, oh, I like, I like that. No, no, I know it. It screams. It screams nineties, nineties Adidas gear, to be honest. But yeah, it's it's it just wasn't for me. Just the, on the blue and yellow. I don't really like yellow with. Everton stuff of for blue and white, yeah. Uh, but ultimately, uh, yeah, that pink away stuff is straight up my straight up my alley. I thought it would have. I thought it. I thought it would have been really tough to, to beat last year's third kit, the white yeah. one. Was it third? Yeah. yeah, it was the white. Yeah. So the one with the IMR, honey. Aye, that was class. Um, yeah, it was really really class too. So yeah, I look forward to seeing it. The, the fact that it is pink, like you know, it's it's just it, it isn't that deep, like just get over it. You know Evans' I mean? original colours were pink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Defo. Whenever we see Domingos, they were pink. Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. Yeah, so there you go. If anyone's uh, you know, talking shit about the pink hit on Twitter, just slide in Brownie's DMs. You'll put your straight. <laughs> um, but yeah, slide in Brownie's pink DMs. <laughs> My. My pink DMs are always open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up before we get to <laughs> um, Yeah, Graham, Paul, Andrew, thanks for joining me. 
And uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Have a Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Army podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at EAWpodcast at gmail.com. This show is sponsored by 3 Transport Refrigeration Limited. They offer refrigerated transport breakdown coverage nationwide, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Check them out at www.3trl.co.uk or call 01925-550-333. Go ahead and check them out for all your refrigeration transport needs. Catch you in the next one, guys.